Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, we are downtown Chicago with James Madison Walton III. <laughs> I mean, kind of down. We're probably a little bit on the outskirts. Yeah, just, just the outskirts. Yeah, they call it Goose Island around here, old town type area. Okay, so James has a pretty cool passion, and we'd like to bring that to you today. So first, tell everybody what your passion is. Oh, man, my passion is sports. Um, you know, I've been involved in it, you know, ever since I was a kid, seven years old. Uh, I remember shooting baskets, you know, at the age of four, things like that, baseball, played volleyball, you know, football became kind of my trade, um, earned a scholarship, D2 school, Truman State University, ended up playing indoor football since 2006 up till even now with my old body, uh, still out there trying to catch passes. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride up to this point. So indoor football, arena football, has been your passion for the last how many years? I'd say about the last 10 years, yeah, since uh, uh, I finished up at Truman State in 2006. What do you love about that? Oh, man, I, you know, I think just the ability to, to still be able to do, you know, something you're passionate about, I think is number one. You, know, you have so many teammates and so many people you've played with or against that their career comes to an end at some point. And for me to be able to extend it another 10 years and, 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 and do that has, has been fantastic. You know what I think is super cool about you, James, is that you took this passion, you're still living it, but you know, more recently, you got a full-time job, yeah. right? That actually, I think your, your passion has prepared you for. What is, what is it that you do now? Well, yeah, I, I work um, with a company and, and what we do is we specialize in helping these young athletes reach out to college uh, athletic programs, you know, on the different uh, NCAA levels, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, JUCO schools as well, and even NAIA. And it's really just giving them that opportunity that if maybe they're being overlooked, that they have that chance that, hey, this coach can take a look at them through our network and things like that. And it, it, you know, I've been at it for about the past three months, and just moved back to Chicago recently. And I tell you, you know, you go 10 years and, and you do something and you finally fall into something that you feel like you can do the rest of your life. It's, it's been quite amazing for me so far. And first of all, as a previous high school teacher, I think it's amazing that you seek out athletes for scholarships for colleges, right? That's, yeah. that's what you're doing. You're seeking out athletes who have talent and you're helping them find these, you know, you're joining them with uh, colleges that are offering scholarships, which is such a gift. I just... I love that so much. Well, thank and, you. and I also love that you're taking this passion that you've had for all this time and you're utilizing it because you were that athlete that wanted to get into that D1 school, D2 school, whatever yeah. it is, to progress your career. I know you mentioned before this interview about your junior year yeah. being, <laughs> being the most stressful year for you. What did you mean by that? Yeah, you know, it's, you have all these emotions. Um, 
and it, it kind of came really to fruition in the summer of my junior year. Um, getting a lot of letters, uh, Big Ten conference, half the conference, uh, a lot of MAC conference schools. I even got offered by Arizona State when I was a junior. Um, and ju we're talking junior in high school. Junior here. in high school, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember that time really being, it was like the happiest time in my life because, you know, you're in high school and you got kids opening your mail and you're the man. And, and then we start going through this process and, and not knowing you know, my mother, my father and I, we had no idea what was going on. It was just phone calls and let's go stop at this college this weekend. And well, now you got a tournament here. You know, it, it was quite a, quite a, uh, you know, just a whirlwind kind of experience um, my junior year. And do you feel that you made the right decision for you? I, at the end of the day, I have to. I, I wouldn't change who I am. Uh, you know, there's sometimes I think every, every person has that thought of like, well, what ifs? And they always say, if it's worth it, we'd all be drunk type deal. But, <laughs> you know, um, But no. do you think you yeah. needed more guidance? I think what Truman State did for me and being from Chicago, and I think you can understand this, you know, being from the East Coast, around big cities. It gave me a chance to see that there's more to living than just skyscrapers and traffic and smog. And that's what Truman State allowed. Those five years in Kirksville um, was quite an odyssey for me. I saw a lot of things and, and realized that, you know, home is always where you can make it. And, and the people um, can really do a lot for you. And I went from a kid that would go home every three weeks, my first semester of Truman State, by the last three years, I came home for Christmas and Thanksgiving and would run back to Kirksville you know, my last three years there. So it was definitely that odyssey. And I think it, that's what really led me to be able to go and do the indoor football because I've been in so many different cities, you know, throughout the Midwest and of course out West, even in Billings, Montana. And that, that ability to know that, hey, life still goes on and you don't need, you know, the Sears Tower behind you to do what you have to do. So that this most recently was a transition for you, though, to, yeah. to kind of transition out of, I don't want to say that dream, but that, that chase that you were trying to get into professional sports and yeah. that realization now that you're going to be able to play on your level but do for kids now in a way that you weren't doing before. What kind of hesitations or challenges did you have moving into that? Um, you know, honestly, not too many. Um, I was blessed to, to have a great, you know, especially in the prime of my career, I had some good years and you know, still had that ability and, and had some opportunities to maybe make that last shot. And, you know, towards the last couple of years I've been playing, it's been more about that, that giving back that, you, that you've already talked about. So that's really kind of started happening in my career and that's happening with the team I play for here in Chicago. You know, I'm, by average, I'm about six years older than everybody on my team. You know, so you got guys that were, in high school that I'm playing with and I was already five years into my indoor career and I'm playing with them now uh, with the Chicago team and so the transition for me has been great. I always have kind of saw myself maybe one day becoming a coach of some sort and, and moving into that and, and that, you know, that transition from really truly player and wanting to be more of a mentor and you know connecting with my job has, has really been great and I think next year you know, will be a great opportunity for me to, to step into those, those shoes. So what do you think you've learned about yourself through all of this? Um, I've learned patience. Um, I have a lot of it. Um, you know, I've learned that, you know, your dreams are what you make them. And I think at the end of the day, it's, it's really about being happy. Do what makes you happy. Um, I, I can say since 
I've left high school. I've, I have made every decision that I've wanted to make. I've lived my life the way I've wanted to. And I'm just humble for everything that's happened. The people that I've met, getting a chance to meet you uh, these past couple of days, my job, and I look at everything that's happening. You're just blessed, man. You just thank God. And you just continue to try to live the right way and just try to be an example, I guess. Just If you're smiling, somebody else will probably smile back at you. You know, there's a lot of athletes who didn't make it into whatever level that they wanted to, yeah. but they love sport. So can you help them act on that desire? So, Because I believe to get people to act, they have to first envision it for themselves, yeah. explore what it would take, and then execute a plan. So what should they envision if they're able to take that love for sports and transition it into something that's on more on the coaching or mentor level? Hey, that's a great question. Um, and I think just in regards to me, it's just truly that passion. Like having that love for the game and everything that it gives to you, I think you have to have the mentality, that pay it forward mentality. And I think that's what you have to try to develop through this. And you know, the main thing for me, um, as I was getting older and realizing that you're not going to be 4-4 speed the rest of your life, your body's not going to hold up anymore. You want to be able to pass that to the next generation. And I think that's what's key with, with um, athletes that are moving on. You know, be, don't be selfish of what the game's given you. you know, give that back and, and truly help somebody you know, not only get to your level, but help them exceed anything that you've ever done. And um, that's always kind of been a goal of mine because I've had you know, people in my family. I've had teammates that have helped me through that. You know, NFL guys I've played with and against that have always passed something to me and coaches as well that you want to pass on to the next. That attitude is going to take you far. I can't wait to see what, what you end up doing I with all of this it. experience, really. So for those people, for those people to explore, how can they seek out something in their area, do you think? Man, I think it's just uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Um, I mean, the indoor football thing for me is the prime example. You know, this was back in 2006. The only thing you really knew was the NFL. They had NFL Europe at the time. And you knew they had the Canadian Football League. And there was like one arena league. And that's all I knew. But in actuality, the indoor football league that I played in had been around for, you know, six, seven years at that point. And there were a lot of, you know, guys that I found out through those years that played big-time college football that were there living their lives and had their degrees and, and still playing football and, and playing the game that they loved. Um, you know, I think if it's something that you truly want to do, just go ahead and, and attack it. I, it's like we talked about you know yeah you have regrets but there's certain ones you don't want to have you don't want to ever go well if I had another year in me and I didn't do anything about it you, that's the type where you go well I don't I don't want to be that person so yeah you just definitely looking for that I mean there's so many places where there's so many you know you think about basketball there's leagues all over the place there's baseball there's independent leagues you know there's a thousand football leagues in this country soccer you can play professionally all over the place and you just eyes and ears open and you just keep yourself ready because you never know who might call you. So execution then? Absolutely. Yeah, you got to. Just like you said, you know, you, you make the plan, prepare yourself, and then when the time comes, you take advantage of the opportunity um, because you only get so few. So what closing advice or final thought do you want to leave everybody with? Hey, Coach. Yeah. Coach. <laughs> you know what? I, I would say, you know, my, my final advice to everybody is, man, is it's, it's like a Rihanna song with T.I., man. Live your life. Um, and you know what? Don't be afraid to take a risk. Uh, I think 
to the time when I was playing in Bloomington and, and said I would never, once they traded me to Billings, Montana, I said I'd never go. I was like, why? I'm done playing football. And then I look at what the product of that is. And honestly, it's us here today. You know, somebody involved in your team that I met the third day I was off the plane. And those things led to other opportunities. You know, it led to another NFL chance. It led me to this, you know. Live your life because you never know. You never know what could happen and, 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 and what joy it can bring you and, and what you can bring others. James. Yes. I want to thank you so much for speaking with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I want to thank you so much for taking us to Wrigley Field <laughs> last night to I'm see the Cubs play. I'm sorry they didn't win. I'm still mad about it. Oh, one home run. Well, as Chelsea, but, my yeah. crew member, who is your friend, who is yeah. our glue, yes. said they only lost by one. Yes, they did. Even though they didn't get one, they only lost by one. One swing. <laughs> one swing. But no, I had, I had so much fun. I, I'm telling you, you guys are... Look out for these, these ladies coming through, man. The rest of these states, man, they're a lot of fun. And... Uh, I think Chicago's already going to miss them. I think we should bring the girls on here just oh, to yeah, say hello. Yeah, Give you a nice hug. Absolutely. Give you a nice oh, hug man. from last night. Absolutely. Chelsea, come on down. Cassie, come on in. Over there dropping stuff. Come over here now. That's okay. <laughs> They're just my glasses. Oh. <laughs> Give them a hug. Bring it in here. Group hug. Group yes. hug. Yes. <laughs> See what sports yes. can do? Can Absolutely. get you lots of love. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Please remember, everybody, you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda. And this is my crew. And this is James. And he's awesome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 states in 90 days lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.